0: It's one o'clock, I'm Steve Dunthorne. The headlines, experts urge new arrivals in Hong Kong to check into hotels instead of risking spreading coronavirus in homes. Shares continue to slide, even as Europe's central bank unveils a huge economic support package. And uh, there are claims of filibustering as LegCo's debate on government funding is adjourned. A public health expert has criticised the government for requiring all returnees to do home quarantine for two weeks, saying they should instead stay in hotels. Dr Leung-Chi Chu from the Hong Kong Medical Association said home quarantine could lead to family members becoming infected. He said Hong Kong flats were usually small and some people lived with elderly relatives. Dr Leung said local hotels should open their doors or risk going out of business due to the pandemic.
1: We do not have sufficient quarantine facility that can accommodate tens of thousands of returnees from other countries. And the only way we can make use is those hotels. Many of them are now vacant and will be vacant in in the coming months. Some of the local hotels are already providing such services.
0: Prominent Hong Kong microbiologist Yun Kwok-yung has said that no one loves China more than he does and he is very confident the country will successfully fight the coronavirus pandemic. The University of Hong Kong professor was speaking to Shenzhen TV following criticism of an article he co-wrote which suggested there was nothing wrong with people calling the new illness the Wuhan virus. Wendy Wong has more.
2: In the interview, Professor Yun said that as a scientist, the most important thing for him to do is to face the truth, adding that Beijing should admit to shortcomings in its initial handling of the virus outbreak. In the article published yesterday but retracted overnight, Professor Yun and his colleague has strongly criticized the consumption on the mainland of wild game. In more measured language, he reiterated that people should not eat wild animals, noting that Beijing was introducing laws to that effect. Professor Yun said the nation should be humble and face up to its shortcomings. But he also said that the coronavirus outbreak clearly shows the mainland's strong research capabilities. Last night, the microbiologist said they regretted any misunderstanding the peace in the Pao newspaper may have caused, adding that they didn't understand politics and may have expressed their thoughts the wrong way.
0: The immigration department has added hundreds more officers to a unit that helps Hong Kong people stranded abroad. From 26, it's been increased to around 370 because of the coronavirus pandemic. Another 50 will come on board to help the second evacuation from Hubei province next week. Immigration director Eric Zung will again lead the team to the Hubei capital, Wuhan. The mainlanders reported no new domestic cases of the coronavirus for the first time since it started recording them in January. But it said there were 34 imported cases, the biggest daily increase in two weeks. Financial News and the European Central Bank has announced a huge emergency bond buying scheme to support the European currency, which has come under severe pressure because of the coronavirus the president of the bank christine lagarde said the scheme would be worth seven hundred and fifty billion euros she said there was no limit to the bank's commitment to support the eurozone lorenzo cadogno is a former italian treasury official This is a very substantial package. I think it will help in the sense that, first of all, it will uh, reduce turbulence in financial markets. Over the past few days, the ECB was forced to intervene several times to counteract some of the selling pressure, especially on Italy but also on other countries. So I think uh, now they have a much bigger firing power so they can intervene massively to make sure that interest rates stay low. This is a strong message. We will make sure that the conditions remain in place for a recovery in the economy. Meanwhile, Australia's central bank has made an emergency interest rate cut to a historic low of 0.25% as part of several measures to counter the fallout from the coronavirus pandemic. It said it would remain at this record low until progress is being made towards full employment. Philippine shares plunged by nearly 25% after the Manila stock exchange regime trade following a two-day suspension prompted by the coronavirus. Shares in Asia failed to hold on to opening gains, skidding further after the latest sell-off on Wall Street. Stocks fell in Tokyo, Sydney and Seoul. And in here in Hong Kong a short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 21,337. That's 931 points down on the previous close currencies the US dollar trading at 109.32 yen the euro stands at 1 US dollar 8 cents and the pound is worth 8 hong kong dollars and 92 cents Australia's national airline Qantas has announced it'll ground all international flights Qantas and its subsidiary Jetstar will enforce temporary work breaks for 20,000 staff here's the BBC's Shaima Khalil
1: Two-thirds of the Qantas and Jetstar employees have been temporarily stood down from late March until at least the end of May. The airlines will also suspend all international flights after the federal government called on Australians to avoid travelling overseas. Qantas has said that some scheduled flights would continue till later this month to help those travelling back home to Australia. Elsewhere, Tasmania has declared a state of emergency with all non-essential travelers to the remote southern island state to be forced to put themselves into 14 days of quarantine from Friday.
0: Donald Trump assigned an emergency economic relief bill that would provide free testing for COVID-19 and paid leave for certain workers in the United States. The presidential approval came after the U.S. Senate voted overwhelmingly in favor of the measure worth about $100 billion U.S. dollars. The BBC's David Willis has more. Its title is the Families First Coronavirus Response Act
2: and it provides free coronavirus testing and pay for workers who are sick with the virus, quarantined or taking care of someone affected by it or are caring for a child whose school has closed, providing food assistance for children involved as a result of the coronavirus outbreak. It was drafted, this bill, by the Democrats in the House of Representatives and has now been signed into law by the President.
0: There's been a massive drop in air pollutants and warming gases in some parts of the world as the coronavirus hits work and travel. Here's the BBC's Matt McGrath. Data collected in New York and analysed by researchers at Columbia University suggests that emissions of carbon monoxide, mainly due to cars, fell by around 50% for a couple of days this week. There was also a 5-10% to 10% drop in carbon dioxide over New York and a solid reduction in methane as well. These numbers echo findings from virus hotspots in China and northern Italy. Scientists believe that the virus-driven slowdown could see an overall fall in global carbon emissions this year. Chancellor Angela Merkel has warned the coronavirus presents Germany with its biggest challenge since the Second World War. In an unprecedented television address to the nation, she said the disease should be taken seriously and every life counted. The Chancellor urged all Germans to do all they could to obey the restrictions.
2: I am absolutely sure that we will emerge from this crisis. But how high will the sacrifice be? How many loved ones will we lose? To a large degree, we have the answers in our own hands. We can all now act decisively and
0: together. We can accept the
2: current restrictions and stand together and be there for one another.
0: Back to local non-virus news now. The Journalists Association has accused the foreign ministry in Beijing of breaching the one country, two systems principle after the ministry said the question of whether American journalists can work in Hong Kong was a diplomatic matter. It follows the mainland's expulsion of staff from the New York Times, the Washington Post and the Wall Street Journal after Washington cut the number of staff state media could employ in the US. Beijing said the ban would apply everywhere in China, including the SAR. The HKJA's chair, Chris Yung, says he's concerned that the precedent could affect other American businesses with operations here. Now that the foreign ministry has to dictate what they define the matter, effectively firing the Hong Kong government, a role a say in handling the matter when it arrives in accordance with our law and the existing arrangements. This week's LegCo meeting is back underway after it was adjourned for an hour and a half because too few lawmakers were present. The meeting is discussing the government's request for $215 billion in funding to bridge the gap until this year's budget is approved. Democrats are trying to amend the funding request so no money goes to the chief executive's office or the police. Chu ho dek of the Land Justice League was the only Pan-Democrat among 31 lawmakers present when he called for a quorum count. 35 legislators are needed for a meeting to proceed. Priscilla Leung of the Business and Professionals Alliance accused the Pan-Democrats of filibustering in a time of crisis.
2: Hong Kong now is really under crisis. It's not the time for filibustering or even for one personal objection for one particular item, namely, they do not want to give any cent to the police force, which I find to be grossly unreasonable.
0: Mr Chu had proposed adjourning the temporary funding request, saying he's concerned that the government could technically use the entire sum to fund the police force when this year's budget is still under review.
2: The financial secretary, after the passage of this resolution, will have the power to grant Uh, 100% of the police budget next year, and that is something we cannot allow. Therefore, I uh, propose this uh, adjournment motion in order to let uh, both sides of uh, the chamber to debate on it.
0: And internationally, the former girlfriend of the financier and convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein has sued the late financier's estate seeking money for her legal fees and personal security. Gelaine Maxwell filed a complaint in the US Virgin Islands, where Epstein's estate is being probated. Researchers say a newly discovered fossil of a bird could be the earliest known ancestor of every chicken on the planet. The animal lived more than 66 million years ago. Here's the BBC's John Johnson.
1: Scientists at Cambridge University have nicknamed the fossil the wonder chicken. They say it lived more than 66 million years ago and shared the earth with the dinosaurs. The wonder chicken has similarities to today's ducks and chickens, suggesting it was a shared ancestor to both species. All birds are descended from the dinosaurs, but a lack of fossil data means their family tree is largely unknown. The discovery of this new fossil could help researchers understand when dinosaurs evolved into the birds we see today.
0: Sport now, here's Atom.
1: The International Olympic Committee is facing further accusations that it's endangering athletes by not calling off the Tokyo Games in light of the coronavirus crisis. The BBC's Joe Parsons reports. The 4 times Olympic gold medalist, Sir Matthew Pinsent, is among the latest Olympians to criticise the stance of the IOC president, Thomas Bach, who insists it remains fully focused on the Tokyo Games despite the coronavirus. In a tweet, the former rower said, I'm sorry, Mr. Bach, but this is tone deaf. The instinct to keep safe, not to mention obey government instructions to lock down, is not compatible with athlete training, travel and focus that a looming Olympics, demands of athletes, spectators, organisers, etc. Keep them safe, call it off. On Tuesday, the IOC member Haley Wickenheiser, a four-time gold medalist in ice hockey, said that plans for the Tokyo Games to go ahead were insensitive and irresponsible. The IOC says it's held... Constructive talks with athlete representatives about the coronavirus crisis. But as President Thomas Back admitted, he was confronted with many questions regarding qualification and restrictions. More from the BBC's Laura Scott.
2: The IOC have said that, you know, this is an exceptional situation that requires exceptional solutions. They also said, interestingly, that they, they accepted that no solution will be ideal in this situation. We are seeing a lot of athletes sort of setting up home gyms and and that kind of thing. You know, it is um, really difficult times facing a lot of these athletes with having to prepare for games that they don't know whether it's gonna happen, but they have to, you know, act as if it is going to happen. It's a really difficult one for them. We've had some statements from a lot of the collective Olympic committees. So the European Olympic Committee, the Oceania National Olympic Committees Group, and the Pan Am Sports, they've all come out today and said they support the IOC's stance and, and, you know, we'll, we'll back that decision to stay committed to Tokyo. So at the top, there remains this unified approach to, to keep going for Tokyo. But what we're seeing at the moment is, The athletes, who are the ones competing there, actually raising quite serious concerns.
1: In the NFL, more than 2,000 people are on the waiting list for Tampa Bay Buccaneers tickets after the club said they're close to signing the six-time Super Bowl winner Tom Brady. The quarterback has played his entire 20-year career with the New England Patriots and will be 43 when the new season starts. The Bucks haven't made the playoffs since 2007. Meanwhile, the Jacksonville Jaguars are set to unload the Super Bowl-winning quarterback Nick Foles by trading him to the Chicago Bears. The Jaguars guaranteed him 50 million U.S. dollars of salary when they signed him last year, but injury kept him sidelined for most of the season. Foles quarterbacked the Philadelphia Eagles to their Super Bowl triumph in 2018, and that's your look at sports.
0: When the news, the top stories once again, experts urge new arrivals to check into hotels instead of risking spreading coronavirus at home, and shares continue to slide even after Europe's central bank unveiled a huge economic support package. The news from RTHK.
2: Oh, oh, oh,
1: afternoon and welcome to the 123 Show with me, Noreen Meir on this Thursday afternoon. Thursday the
2: 19th of March is today's date. And uh, many thanks to Phil for the
0: morning brew. We've got a busy program uh, this uh, afternoon. First of all, uh, we're talking about uh, lip balms and how they may be damaging uh, to our health. We'll be chatting to Dr. Keith Kwok, uh, the Principal Research and Survey Officer from the Consumer Council, as uh, the Consumer Council have recently released a study
2: on these harmful lip balms. Uh, So stay tuned. That'll be in about uh, 10 minutes or so, uh, just after after half past one. And after two o'clock, we're talking to Oscar-winning director Ruby Young about the masterclasses uh, offered by the Hong Kong Documentary Initiative at the University of Hong Kong's Journalism